Hello, hello. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dev and Sarah, SJM fan podcast. I'm Courtney. I'm Steph. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, guys. So, yeah. How are you this week, Steph? I'm good. Did this week feel fast for you? Like, did it go by fast? I mean, yeah, because we had an ice storm and we were off. Like, we had an impromptu vacation. Yes. So. No, yeah, you're right. Because I'm like, what did I do this week? It really, it's already Friday tomorrow. But we were off Monday and Tuesday. And thank God, because I hate that we guilt trip ourselves. Like, oh, I miss work. Like, I'm such a bad person. But it's like, yeah. dude, the, the roads are bad. Like, I'm not going to die for this job. Exactly. And I, I, they were like, when I went to work yesterday, they were like, oh, you finally decided to show up. Jokingly, but low-key, yeah. like, hey, oh, I'm like, yes, because I live down the street, right? Right. I'm pregnant, right? Like, that's what y'all get for living in the city in a loop. Y'all got to come to work. Us suburban people, you're, ba- I mean, sorry, ain't nothing we can do. We're all, it's all highway. Yeah, like, I'm just like, I don't like that society makes us feel guilty for missing work when it's like, there's a legit reason why we miss work. It's like, yeah, and it's everybody. It's not just you or me. It's like everybody always feels guilty for missing work. Yeah. Nobody wants to call out sick, so they'll rather take out the whole team. And it's like, please just go (laughs) home. I don't want it. Like, I feel like we do that, too. Just like low key. I do that. I do that. I go to work for them to tell me, Steph, like, you know, you sound pretty bad. Just so they can see that I am actually sick and I'm not faking it. So that's something I think people do when they're younger. Once you get older, you don't give up anything, okay? Yeah, it's like, I'm sick. sick. I, don't feel, I don't care if you believe me or not. You're not going to fight me. You're not going to drive to my house and take my temperature. <laughs> like, even if I just need a mental health day, I'm not coming in and you can't do nothing but take it. I have sick time. I have PTO. So go ahead and submit it. And I will see y'all when I'm better. I believe in that whole like taking a day just for like your mental health because we actually have that. And yeah. it's called a wellness day. And you literally plan that day like, oh, I want to use it this day. And it's just a day just to have. I mean, you you yeah. get one every quarter. Mm. I'm going to make sure I believe that though because you said where you work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's just like I've never had like I. It's just crazy how like certain jobs actually care about their employees. Like you get wellness and stuff. You get like a check to spend on yourself, pretty much. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm fighting for my life over here. <laughs> Can't even get a gift certificate. Can't even get. <laughs> I I, can I can't be- even get my stock bonus because we did stock in October. Why is it January? We still haven't got our bonus paid out. It was supposed to pay out on this check. It didn't happen. So, you know, over here fighting for my life. But something that you yeah. know you deserve and you should get. Yeah, but you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, so yeah, no, this anyway. week did feel super short. <laughs> it did feel short but i'm glad it went the way it did because my ass my last day is tomorrow sis yes so happy i feel like i finally did it's like a vacation that loki's not going to be a vacation oh yeah it's a like, whole other job you about to start i feel like i'm like not to brag but i feel like i was one of those pregnant women that regardless of anything i still kept doing what i did like 
I didn't use my pregnancy as an excuse. And even when I they told me to do it, like, say, if you don't want to come to work, don't like you're pregnant. It will feel guilty in me to do that. Just oh, just say you're pregnant. Like, no. <laughs> even at it's work, a real thing. Yeah. Taking it easy, I'd be like, I can walk the stairs, it's fine. But it's just like I think it's a me thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm ready. Like, I just want to be home and like just take the time for myself, I guess, before she's here. Yeah. It's good that tomorrow's your last day and you said next week she might be here. So you have a week to prepare and to be like, <laughs> All right. you and him anymore. It's going to be three of y'all and your dogs. <laughs> dogs. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Um. Anyways, no, like, freaking thinking about life right now. What, have you read anything? Have you listened to anything? Oh, well, back to me. So my week oh, was... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Mine was not as lively as yours. But yeah, no. So I actually have five days off because the last day I worked was Thursday. That's the day I noticed that the gate fell down in the back because of the wind. Then, so I was off Friday because I had to be home so some of the guys could come fix the gate. So then Saturday, Sunday, you know, I'm off on the weekends. My sister has like this brunch thing that she does with her friends. So like they get together, play music, and they have one friend that cooks like his ass off. Oh. So he cooked and like we just went and had a good time. I got drunk. So that Is was a good. yearly thing. Uh no, they do it. I think they try to do it like once a month. So yeah, they just haven't done it in a long time. So mm-hmm. this was the first one. I think they said in maybe six months. So anyway, that was fun. The food was good, the drinks were good then um Sunday of course my parents and then Monday hit and why I'm literally like you I was on my way to work like I was like oh it's you know uh they said it was gonna be dry there was gonna be no precipitation like there's not supposed to be sleet or ice or anything we should be fine Mm -hmm. it should just be cold before I could even like I had you know you get out of the shower and like you put your like brown underwear on and you have like your lotion and you're like just about to put like your, your your uniform on I was just about to do that. My sister texted me and I was like, oh, let me just see what she wants real quick. And she was like, um, have you left yet? And I was like, no, she's like, you might want to watch the news. And so like I went and watched and it was it was bad. So I was going to try and go, but um, they were like, went. so we were going to get delayed opening for 12 o'clock. So then I was like, okay, maybe the sun will come out. Sun didn't come out. And then literally as everybody was leaving to go to work, um I was like um this thing says I'm supposed to get some more ice in like 15 minutes so I don't feel like comfortable leaving and like yeah. literally within like 10 minutes it was like icing in the back so I sent her a video and was like like on like how you were saying when you're sick you're like see I'm not lying like I don't just like not want to come to work let me just prove to you that there is ice oh, and like I didn't just pull that out of my ass so I could stay at home so um I sent that I sent her that and then she was like, yeah, just, just stay at home. We'll use sick time. But I'm mad because I'm like, I, I feel like we shouldn't have to use sick time for that because I it's physically not safe for me to come to work. Like it, everything on every news channel, all emergency services are saying stay at home. It's like you either have to use your sick time or your PTO to make yeah. sure you're not showing up because of I wanted to save my home. life. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if maybe like because you know I don't know if it's in the UK but in the UK they have days where girls can take 
for their period like you know your body's going through cramps whatever they yeah. have can we enforce that over here and days off where it's like you want to use this day because the weather is bad like that's an actual thing it's not something yeah. that i need to take off my sick time or my pto like seriously dude like it's not because I can't like come. It's be like it's not because I don't want to. It's because I really can't. Like, bitch, how the fuck am I? Yeah. The vehicle that transport me my ass over there is literally not able to do. Like on Tuesday, I sent you that video, and the news lady was like, "And this is this street, and do we see ice across all five lanes yes. on a major freeway?" <laughs> And when it comes to work, like I literally have to get on the freeway, freeway right there. Like it's not gonna happen. So yeah. So anyway, back to my impromptu vacation. So I was off Monday, and then Tuesday came around, and it was still like that's the day that it was the four lanes of ice, and I was like, not doing it. So had another day off, and when I tell you, I was not productive. Like I could have done my lashes, I could have done my nails, I slept. Like that was the best like naps you know like midday naps where you like get up you eat you like hang out piddle around the house a little bit and then you get back on the couch and you just fall asleep and then you're out for like two hours yeah oh my god it was like good to my soul like I went back to work on <laughs> Wednesday and I was like hi everyone I was like in the best mood possible a whole different person <laughs> yeah I was like wow I guess you know Maybe these things happen because God's like, people need a break. People need a rest. Yeah. just need to take time for themselves. Because honestly, I was here and low-key, I was like, damn, like, I ain't doing shit. Like, I literally feel like unproductive or like... Um, like, I, my brain is like, you should be doing something. You could be like yeah. sketching right now. You could be doing this right now. You could be editing for the podcast. You could be doing your social media. Like, it's just so much shit that you just start thinking and you kind of like start blaming yourself like you're such a lazy person but it's like yeah. no just be lazy just relax your brain needs a break <laughs> just relax yeah. be caught, like just take the time for yourself literally just sit your ass down watch tv whatever you want to do yeah be a couch potato <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's something i just hate that we're like that like we guilt trip ourselves that's what they say you're what is that quote that says you be yourself sometimes or whatever not cool, but like people say that it be yourself sometimes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, because it's literally like you fighting yourself. Like you against you. Yeah. So I think I think this was meant for everyone. Like everyone needed to take these days off because I I felt guilty. But when I spoke to my mom, she's like, "Girl, I didn't go to work either." And I'm like, "If my mom didn't go to work, I'm not going to work." Yeah, and they be knowing. So anyway, exactly. so what what books are you reading right now? I am reading. It's called. I have it right here. I actually like it. Yeah, okay. Book. All right. She got if the book he, on deck. If he had been with me, and from okay, I told you I got it because I had seen on TikTok that it was like a book that just hits you. You're kind of like, oh my god, like it just changed your whole mind or whatever. Um, it's it's good, but like I said, it's kind of it reminds me of the Cruel Prince, like the okay. type, like. It, it, like when it gets into like um sex scenes it's yeah. like, like oh he his hand was underneath my my shirt and that's it like it just doesn't go and I maybe I'm a perv there's no fire <laughs> maybe I'm a perv for wanting more but you can tell like there's a certain filter to it because of the audience she's um yeah 
what is the word she's like trying to attract because I'm just like it's good like pretty much where I'm at it's like they, these they kind of reminds me of have you watched the kissing booth yeah uh-huh so they grew up together they were born the same day whatever they, they were best friends when they were little but then in this book they trans they come become like two different people when they start high school and like they 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 uh, attract a different crowd he's more of like a nerdy kind of guy but he's popular nerdy kind of guy does that make sense mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's a pretty girl but she doesn't want a popularity she's more of like um gothic and like you know she's a rebel type like of thing. the rebel okay uh -huh. so that's how they completely drift apart but their moms are best friends like they have like they literally live right next to each other so their their moms are best friends they eat together on the holidays like they're like family but they're mm -hmm. not really family so and then there's times where she says if he like that she pictures herself with him he has she, he has a girlfriend she has a boyfriend but sometimes there's days where she's like i wonder how it would be if i were with him and i'm guessing that's why the the title is if he had been with me okay but this the book starts off in a car accident so i'm like oh my god his homeboy die <laughs> and i'm like oh like that sounds like maybe i have to give him more time because i am in chapter 15 so maybe like down the road so how like, far is that like half in the book like a no, bitch. In the book, i'm like barely like a little nibble in there you know how many okay chapters? okay guess how many chapters it i put this short they're like two pages each chapter or three cha or yeah three. okay okay so you're still at the beginning i was thinking you were deeper in than that sis it has i'm, I'm looking at it right now it has 89 chapters okay so so I saw I'm like, let me let me give it some time because yeah okay you're right I take back my criticism yes yeah because usually by chapter twelve if you don't have me I'm stopping I'm not gonna read it anymore yeah like I'm I'm barely grasping what's going on and yeah so far not bad but I I I need to definitely invest more time in this book to yeah. get it. Oh my God, so slow burn so far yeah 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 um what about you um so I just finished. A Frost and Starlight, and I just literally on the way home started Silver Flames, and I'm so excited to be back with Nesta. I'm like, I oh, wish. Oh, oh, don't you just wish you can like get that whole feeling all over again of like rereading? I, I am because I'm rereading it. So no. yeah. <laughs> like you don't know what to expect. Like remember how like when you start, you're like Nesta's book. Like, but see that you know what? That's what I like about Sarah J. Masto. I feel like every time you read the book it's like reading a whole nother book because you notice stuff that you didn't notice the first time. So even like simple stuff, like understanding like who has magic and who doesn't and what makes them high fame and what makes them not high fame. I was so caught up in like Nesta's journey and like Kaira's journey that I wasn't paying attention to how stuff was working in the background. So now like rereading it again and picking up all that stuff, I'm like, these books are good it's like a whole nother book so I get to experience and then I still get to hear Nesta and then I still get to hear get to hear Cassian go hello Nesta <laughs> love it it's, um, like, it's like saying hello Farrah darling <laughs> no I like hello Ness better yeah oh, and then like oh. it, uh, then Hunt are saying Quinlan like come on like good it's over good day <laughs> You would hunt, I swear to God, like you're obsessed with this, man. I am. I am. <sighs> I just <don't. laughs> 
I'm just thinking about Reese. Like, uh, whatever, whatever. I, I just I, don't get it. See, Brit, I Reese. Yes, he sounds like he's fun to look at for me, but I feel like people call favor and Reese mom and dad, and I get it. Like they're more like mom and dad. Like y'all are cute. Like we like y'all, but not like you're not like Cassie and Anissa to me, and you're not like Bryce and and Hunt to me. I can. See, you're more like mom and dad. I can see that. Like Bryce definitely gives me like. She's a she's young, she's a baddie, whatever. I yeah, cool like girl. Maybe we get the mind like the whole image of um Reese and Favor being dad and mom because which she literally acts like a high lady, like the queen. Yeah. Like the king. And these they're like the rest are very obvious. They take care of everybody, yeah. They're strong, but they still like to fuck around and like go to like I can be yeah. shit, you know, like like they have responsibility, but they don't have as much responsibility as Resand and Feyre. That's why they're mom and dad because they take care of everything. They keep an eye on everybody. Like they make sure everything's running smooth. Like you said, hi lady, hi lord. So yeah, that's mom and dad. But y'all cute. What Go about Alan and Rowan? What were they mom and dad too? No, they're not mom and dad. Feyre, it's just Feyre and Resand. They, but I don't know. Aylin still gives me fun. Like, Aylin is the fun auntie that's, like, down to have fun. Like, <laughs> when she hangs out with the young cousins, you see her, like, what she was like when she was younger come out, and you're like, oh, you're the cool auntie? Like, that's Aylin. <laughs> and Rowan's just there watching her be cool. He's the cool uncle. Like, you know, he's the badass uncle with the tattoos, who's got the story, who's got, like, the cool, like, bike or something outside. Like, that's Rowan. <laughs> like he's so badass i heard once he did this and i heard like how 88 does yes yes back this guy like i was just gonna say that because i'm like it's literally what happens oh my god we heard so many stories about you and even gabriel too i'm like yeah like that's his cool friend your cool uncle's friend gabriel yeah yeah that's that's so funny the cool (laughs) (laughs) um but i think that's uh yeah I, I, I definitely start reading the other ones that I have because I feel like I have a couple I have two more books that I need to I need to finish because it's just like they're sitting there and they call every time I pass by them I'm like I should I start another book while I'm reading this book and I'm like no Steph don't do that don't do that just like I'm t- I don't think I'm gonna start a new book until like end of February because there's gonna be I'm gonna read a whole fast and then I'm gonna have to let it soak in and I'm not gonna be able to read anything else. And so that's gonna be like that's week one and week two. So then by the end of February, week three, maybe I'll start something. Or maybe I'll be listening to podcasts, or maybe I'll be listening to my favorite parts of Pofast again. So that oh, but you're, you are reading Crescent City three, obviously, when it comes out, right? Yeah. That's why I say end of February. Yeah. Mm. That I'll like start something new because I'm gonna be spending all of February processing. But yeah, I'm off the 30th and the 31st so i it will be full on i really want to go like buy some new pajamas like buy Girl, you like it's a holiday people are getting their nails done like crescent city themed i was like bitch why did i think of that like yeah i can't even do that at work but that would be so cute and like just like yeah Oh, I'm like, what if I just do like give myself one of those you know on tiktok all the girls come and hang out and they have like the Akatar theme parties. I'm like, what if I just do that, but for myself? Do it. I <laughs> Give me some flame cookies and like. <laughs> oh, like you know, I would like the way I would picture myself doing all this. It would be like in Resand study, like you know how Bryce like open when you take off the blindfold, she's in Resand study, and it's like 
I would want to. Oh, yeah. Perfect, like a perfect setup. The fireplace, a little hot cocoa or it's a co coffee or tea and just read and like, yeah. <laughs> that would definitely be my kind of like, okay, we're starting. We're like, yeah. Set up. So that's why I think I'm not going to do any of the spoilers or the leaks because I'm like, I, I want it you to be like a whole thing. Yeah. I don't just want the book. I want the experience. Honestly, if I were Sarah and I would see this kind of like feedback and like how everyone's doing all their like own ways of how to like um start Crescent City 3, I'd be like, damn, like I did that. Like, right. Look at how much people <laughs> I would be so fucking proud of myself. But honestly. how does that like not go to your head? Like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Y'all can't tell me shit. I'm the best writer in the world. But yes, Maybe. you should be thinking that anyway because you're right. But <laughs> hold up I feel like it would probably be something she tells herself when she's drunk and she's with her friends and then you know you, you start thinking I'm like Sarah J Mass, bitch I wrote fucking Akatar you can't tell me shit like, like there are literally people who are making podcasts about my books like yeah I'll be like damn that's crazy there's there's but just, I think maybe I yeah I'm sure she's seen like this happen before with other things and like other books and like you know um Game of Thrones and like yeah. Lord of the Rings and like maybe she's like I never thought my book would be like at that level up, up there. where people are like talking about it like the fandom is like and then again I wonder if she that was part of the plan like you know what I mean like she was like, I want to write a fantasy series. And I feel like fans and podcasts and breakdowns and theorists are all part of that. So maybe she was like, I want to write a book that will do that. Well, if, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm speaking for the both of us. But I feel like a, a series is always a good thing. Like I love a series. I love like having a, like this go to this, go to this. And then yeah. Clicks and there's like back onto it. I fucking love that. I feel like that's just like so much time invested in that. Like you're literally yeah. so into. I don't know. I, I me personally, that's why. I no, love I agree. Like I won't. I won't read a book that doesn't have a series and the minimum amount of books. Like three is pushing it. Like if I wanted to have four or more, if it's got seven or eight, I'm like, yes, this is gonna oh. be the best thing I ever read in my life. Because like you, I like want to stay in it. Like I want to be in the world. Like I want to know the people and feel like like I want it, it to thing, all be you know, real. Like I want all the detail. Yes, yes. I want all of like everything. Even with like shows, I love a series. And honestly, when I when you watch anime, it kind of pisses you off that it literally has one season and it leaves you off with like. So what's going to happen with this character? What's going to do? What's gonna, you know, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's so good. And and that's what they do in anime. They literally start season one, episode 10 episodes. And that's that. We won't hear about that's it, it. Four, four years later. And you're like, fuck. What do I do now? Not cool. So, I love. <laughs> that, I love the TV show, though, because we'll have a problem. <laughs> we need yeah. all the seasons back to back to back. That's the one it's been said that the um, Akata is going to be a show. I Like, how are we going to wait for the next season? Obviously, we know what's going to happen, but it's like... Yeah, but like, how do they break it up? Is it like by books? and then, Or is it by like, do you do certain chapters per season? Like, do you get to like certain events? Do you only do like Feyre up to the worm? Or Feyre up to when she leaves to go back to Springford? Is that like season one? I think that's why they haven't done it because they're trying to debate how to do these seasons because it yeah. would make sense to me 
if season one is Avatar, season two is Miss and Fury, season three is Wings and Ruin. But think about it. That's a show. Like what happens when you get to whole fast and the Crescent City characters show up? Like, how, like how do you do that crossover? Or do you just not include it and just go straight to Avatar 6? Or they just like, we'll just figure that shit out when we get there. Because like people who have never read the books, they're just watching the TV show. And then all of a sudden, Bryce shows up from another world and people are like, who the fuck is this? No, I wouldn't mind if it if the show went like that. That would be good, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like it's ending, it's going good, everything's going good, and then all of a sudden, this girl pops on. You're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and who the fuck is rude? She's looking at Reese and calling him rude, and you're like, who the fuck? Yeah, so I feel like that would be not so bad to end this the season of Akatar. That's true. That'd be a good ass season finale. I feel like, and then wait like a year later or two, and then boom, Crescent City pops yeah, up. Yeah, whole you're like, Oh, so but like, is- do you do the Crescent City TV show and then you start a Crescent City one after you give Bryce in the season finale? You go all the way back and tell Bryce, yeah, to story? get her story. Yeah, yeah, I would want to do Crescent City twos. That's um, sorry, Crescent City that's season two and start off because we'll obviously, if they have an actor to act out, Bryce will recognize her in her show. Her, yeah, we'll be like, hey, didn't we see Homegirl in Akatar? So I think they need to do them both at the same time. This is like way before your time, but back in the day, so there was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then like Buffy's boyfriend Angel left and he got a spinoff and then he had his own show. So Buffy would come on at like seven and then Angel would come on at eight. So they need to do something like that where it's like Akatar at seven and then Crescent City at eight and then they merge and you get a crossover episode. That's what yeah. they used to do. They used to have storylines and then they would cross and then like Buffy would go to LA or Angel would go back to Sunnydale and like they would have this whole thing they would fight and then the other person would go back and then you go back to your stories. You know damn well the way things are now. It's like they love to make us fucking wait for like- well, I don't appreciate that shit. We waited enough. Y'all owe us double. <laughs> it's like, I wish, I wish it could be like that, but that's a, no. They love to make us wait. I mean, look at Hen Tens, how long we waited. Well, you've waited for Crescent uh, City. Uh, when did you finish Crescent City 2? Last year. So it's been a, has it been a year? It has been a year. It's been a year. I did finish it. I think I finished it before my birthday or around my birthday. One of those, but for sure it's been a year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, I have been waiting the full you've been- since February, 2022. Yeah. I, I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> That's, That's what I say. I, this is going to be a full experience. I'm going to fully live in these two days. Yeah. Um, and actually, now that we're actually like speaking about Crescent City Three, that's what our episode's about today. That what will questions that we think might be answered in Crescent City Three, or questions that we need answered, or are they going to bleed over to Avatar Six? Yeah, or like because we have Prithian quite Well, yeah, we have Avatar questions. We have Crescent City questions. And obviously, because you said that the book will be half Crescent City, half Prithian, correct? Or did I make that up? Or like she she said half in Prithian and half in Crescent City, but she didn't say like she was splitting it. First half is this, second half is this. So it could be like mixed, Mixed. but yeah, half and half subjects. Yeah. Mm. So we don't know. Some people know, but I don't want to know yet. Like literally as we're speaking, I'm thinking, should I read it? Should I read it? Should I read it? I, 
You tell me if you're going to read it so I can block you. Would I be a bad person for wanting to read it? Oh, only because only because you had you're having a baby next week would I say that you're okay to read it because this week off will be the only quiet time you would really have to like read the book and it's hey, but, but don't fucking spoil me don't text no, me I, no emojis no nothing I feel like I am gonna text you like that's what's happening to block be like, you. so <laughs> as soon as you start just let me know so I can block you with love. I'm going to send you a heart and be like, talk to you in a week. I'm so done. And then blocked. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything because I myself, like. No, you're going to be like, bitch, bitch. And I'm going to be like, Steph, <laughs> bitch. And you'll be like, okay, but no, let me just tell you this one thing. Let me just tell you this one thing. And I'm going to be like, click, hang up, dial tone. consider spoilers if I tell you like, damn, this shit's so good. Exactly. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Oh, because I told you that's what I was following that account on Instagram and she started posting stuff like that like oh the first half is not that good or the second half is getting better or blah 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 and I was like oh fuck this and I literally muted her I was like ah but no <laughs> it's like I, like I myself don't like spoilers but half of me is like I don't mind the oh damn this shit's good that's I don't know Cause I feel like that my I'm gonna go into it being like, oh, it ain't that good, and so like, I'm not gonna judge for myself. Remember how I asked you about RSM? I was like, Courtney, like, is it good or like, is it like how everyone's saying like, oh, what the fuck? And you were like, mm, like it was, uh, it was not that bad. And I literally was like, okay, like let me see for myself. And I ended up thinking the same thing. So, <laughs> but what if, what if what I told you meant? What if you would have thought something different? But you went into it with you know what I said already on your brain <sighs> and so you were like I'm not really expecting that much so I don't think it's going to be that good yes I low-key no I don't want none of that <laughs> no like I'm not expecting much because honestly like I'm glad that I didn't go in thinking like god damn like it's so good but my manager was like you're gonna end up being like what the fuck and I, I don't know yeah I guess it's their own, their own. But yeah. in today's episode, we're going to start with the well, the questions that we both have. Like, let's see what might get answered or what might not get answered, but it's a mystery. So my first question is, does the Autumn King finally become a good guy? Mm, define a good guy. Define a good guy as in... He fi- I feel like he's gonna have I always say this the redemption like Dorian's dad. Like he realized like holy shit, I've been a dick to my kids and well Dorian's dad was possessed. <laughs> there was okay, a demon involved. He had de- but do you ever wonder that the reason why he's the way he is is for a reason, or you think that's just how he is? Um the autumn. No, I think he is how he is for a reason. I think we don't know anything about his background or his family before him. So we don't know if he's got brothers, if he's been tortured, like he tortures Rune. Like we don't know anything about where he comes from. So I think I actually had a theory on why he tortures Rune. I've had, I think I was just, I, I forgot what I, I said, but I think it was something like maybe to try to get the starlight power out of him. That way the say didn't hurt him or to re- prepare him like to... I forgot what I said, but I feel like there's a reason behind the whole torturing. Yes, we had an episode on that where we said yeah. that um, 
where we were like, maybe that's why he tortured Rune was because he wanted to protect Rune from the Asteri and um, the Starborn. Like the Asteri take the Starborn body. So he knew that he would be a target. So he was like, let me show you how to not use it. And like, got it out of him, I guess. There's or brought no the shadows out more to cover it. Yeah, or also to try to see what other kind of powers he has because he doesn't even know that his that um Rune has um the mind could, speak. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. battles, I feel like that came down later. Yeah, and I also don't think he knows to the full extent of what he can do with his shadows, like turning yeah. them into weapons and like a whip and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um I think if he his only redemption would be like Tamlin, like you would have to die for either Rune or Bryce to show that you like actually love them as a parent. Um, or like, I feel like, like I said, I feel like the parents are gonna have a, a, a place in this fight. Like I feel like Ember and Randall and I think the Autumn King, like I think they're all gonna have to come together and work together. So maybe that's his redemption. Like he finally gets face to face with Ember and then they have to do something to save Bryce and Rune. Yes. And I feel like that's what he'll be like. I'm so sorry for like, because he left. No, her. I don't think he'll ever do that. <laughs> he slipped up. He has slipped up throughout the books. He has slipped up. But like, you don't know anything, Bryce, like how it went oh, down. He did say he does regret it or he'll um, regret it for his rest of his life or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah. He wanted to make her queen and like, you know, you're so much like me, Bryce. Like, I feel like there's just moments where it's like, oh, I kind of like have a little bit of sympathy for this guy. Like, we don't know his, exactly. We don't know his background story. That I think he has the missing, the missing piece of information that we need on the Asteri. Like, I think he has something like some key that we've needed this entire time, but we couldn't ask him for it because we know you're an asshole and we know you might not have given it to us. Yeah. But now you have to because we needed to get Bryce back yeah i feel like he does have a lot and especially when it when i think the part where it's like oh shit homeboy knows something because especially the moment when bryce had like the word i mean the like the numbers that sophie had on her um her ribs and he was like i've been looking for that for a long time where i've been like what do you i don't know exactly what he says but pretty much he recognized no he would he said something like be, be careful or whatever or uh he said something to the number basically identifying it and she was like you know what that is or he said something like what do you want with the Asteri's archives or whatever and she was like you know what that is you've been there and he was like I've been looking for um something longer than you've been alive and she was like what and he was like the truth and then he left so yeah he's been I think he knows about the Asteri yeah. Yeah, and I'm that really he's been trying to find a way to fight them. And like I said, there there is a theory out there that the um, Autumn King and the Starborn Prince that died, if the Autumn King didn't kill him, like yeah. maybe that was the original Project Thur, was that they were working together. They found out about the Asteri and they were trying to like go against the Asteri. But the Starborn got killed. And they're portraying it as he killed the Starborn? And they're just letting everybody think that. Well, basically, Bryce is the only one that thinks that, and that's only because Ember thinks the Autumn King is the worst male on the like ever born. I'm just like, homegirl, you can't really be thinking that when you fell in love with him, you had a baby with him. Yeah, and just saying, okay, he hit, he literally hit her, and then hunted her down. Hunted her. It's like I feel like he. You're thinking a human. He no. He literally became a monster to her. Hold up. The way that I'm thinking, the reason, like, how it went down, why he hunted her down was because that was his mate. 
and like he's going no he literally said if there is any kid out there that is mine you go get it and you bring it back so it's not the meeting bond <laughs> i mean it could have been i think that they were mates and i think it could have been could have been the mating bond but and it also if you think about it i mean not to say that it might not happen because it's clearly happened in avatar or Faye has fallen in love for a human but the autumn king fell in love with a human woman um so it's like damn homegirl must have been like something for him to be I, like yeah they're sin. they have the same sense so i think that they're mates but i don't know but yeah i do think he can get redeemed i think he's gonna have to work with ember and randall i think it's gonna have to be he's gonna have to give up some information and maybe we finally find out how he's tied to the autumn court in prison yes 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 uh, that's that, that's always been something that i thought of like why is it just the autumn king and like why the autumn king why just there's no there's just the autumn king there's no autumn court there's no other like people running around that we've noticed that have red hair like him but we know like the people of the autumn court like to breed kids because they're heiress there was like what seven of them like of his brothers and sisters so we know they like to have kids they like to breed so why is there only one autumn king I'm just, I, I just wondered why that court, why that, um, what is it like spring? What are those? Why that, um, season? Why, why? Yeah. That's what I always wondered. Why them? Hopefully uh, we find out. I know. Hopefully we find out. Um, second question. Who was the guy that helped Nesta and Ramiel? I think that that Balthazar, I think that was a setup for something to come future down the line and I think he's gonna be like the bridge between the male Illyrians and the female Illyrians that want to fight I think he's gonna be one of the new guys that like supports like what Cassian and Nessa are trying to build but how do you think he's like relevant like I mean I mean obviously you just said that but do you feel like he'll actually make like an impact and like oh he's actually like an important character in this the new book. yeah well if he well one just because sarah mentioned him to begin with i mean and it could have been he could have just been a one-off and we never see him um, have been there to like just show like a different side of the illyrians because we only knew deblin and the assholes and like we only knew the two nice the two ones that were nice were cassian and Azrael, and they're not even like full-blooded illyrians mm -hmm. so maybe belthazar was there to show like maybe all illyrians aren't bad but then also maybe he is just somebody who will show up in the future. I feel like, yes, that could be the first one that you said that he maybe is just showing us like not all Illyrians are assholes. But I feel like it's, she put it there. like It was a, such a specific moment. I feel like, and I know you said no, Steph, but like I feel <laughs> that it was somebody, I think, Adis. That's the name, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just did transformed himself into him and came and checked up on Nesta just to see if like Nesta maybe like a cause Nesta was obviously like she was about to fucking die, like in Emory, and like she lost everyone. So she was like, What the fuck do I do? you know? So he helped her and I think that's why he knew who his favor was because obviously he has already seen favor and knows about favor. So I think that's what he, that's him. 
but he but just, why what is what does he get out of that so why 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 help them what how does that help Adis and his, war his armies to see if Nesta okay. is actually training and going on the right path to become where she what she needs to become like to push her to keep her on the right path yes keep okay, her I can see right that. Because that's literally what I feel like. That's why he was all over the place. He was not all over the place, but he was in um, Akatar. Like he made a like a, not a bunch of appearances, but he made appearances here and there. And I feel like well, the we don't know if it was him. We just know that it was a cat like presence, which we assume to be Aedas. It could be any. It could be any of the princes of hell because they I'm all can leave an animal form. Yeah, I mean that is true, but I feel like if we already catched on that the cat the cat form is him, it makes you think that that's him. Also, well, Tower of Dawn, there were the cats in the library. Yeah, but I feel like those are regular cats. I don't know. No, they weren't. There was exactly thirty six, and nobody knew how. Like the if the old ones died and the new one rotated in, nobody knew how it worked. And then they also said they taught them like reading books and stuff. So. I don't know. I don't know. I I just I'm a stick. I'm a. I think that and I'm a stick to it. And, and we're just gonna wait and see. We're just gonna wait and see. Maybe it is actually just an Illyrian guy and like he, maybe she's just writing on new characters. Like maybe she's just expanding because you know we're gonna get other people's books down the road. So you have to write on new people that they encounter. Yeah. yeah, it's like in a TV show when you bring up a new character, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And it's yeah, and then they come with new people, new stories. So yeah, yeah, maybe it's like that makes sense makes sense i mean who knows these are just no, nobody only sarah <laughs> fucking sarah damn it sarah <laughs> uh third question what happens with hypaxia does she find out that celestina snitched on hunt and the rest um does she switch houses what do you think happens with hypaxia well do we how pissed do we think hypaxia is going to be when she finds out what celestina did because we know Hypaxia would just now figured out that they had rebel activity, like right before they went and got caught, right? Yes, but she was helping them, right? Not on purpose. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. She was helping Ethan find Connor because Ethan was her bodyguard. So she's not aware of what's happening. So she found out, but I can't remember. I think she found out right before they left to go to fight the Asteri. Cause something happens and like they're talking about it and she's there and she's like y'all been doing rebel activity and they're like oh I see it's here like one of those moments ah, yeah I, I can't remember the specific go ahead no because do you remember the scene when it happens it's when they're about to get on the computer and see um Sophie get into the archive like the room where the archives are at that's where she that's you know the it's like a fan art that people somebody drew it's hypoxia the sprites on Ethan and like Flynn, Deck, and all of them are all sitting on the sofa. Uh, okay, okay. That's she finds out. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, I'm like, does she, she, she just found out, so is she going to get mad or is she going to be like, or is she the one that told Celestina that they were rebels and then Celestina went and told the Asteri so that Celestina and Hypaxia could be together? Like, you know? Mm -hmm. I that could be a possibility <laughs> would that be so uh, fucked up that would be some fucked up shit 
because it's like, bitch, we trusted you with all of this, and we consider you part of our team. Yeah. No, I don't think she. And you surprised. really pretended to be Bryce's friend. She took you for pizza and beer, and look what you did to her. No, I don't. I don't think she said anything. I think Celestina was literally like already on Hunt's ass. Like it just wasn't adding up. Like you know how there's cameras everywhere. I'm pretty sure she probably got access to the cameras and saw that um, Hunt was never, they never went over to where Ember's at, so. Yeah, he straight up lied, yeah. Yeah, I think that she just, like, was on his ass without him knowing that But she... I feel like she also had to be, because, like, do you feel like she's truly evil, or do you feel like she's no. doing it to save her and Hypaxia's yes. life? Yes. Yeah. I think she's do. I think she even said it like love, like pretty much like love makes love is a trap or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. She tells Hunt, you know, because obviously she's gone through her stuff herself. So I feel like she's literally doing what she can for her and Hypaxia. But it's like, do you think she would ever rebel for Hypaxia? Like if Hypaxia were in danger and she had to like switch, do yes. you think she would or do you think she would I mean, let her go? Yeah, she would she would rebel. Dude, she was good friends with um Shahar. With Shahar. Mm -hmm. So she knew and she even said, like, huh, if I knew I would have bought you myself, you know? She said she tried to like three times. Yeah. So I think she's not evil. I think she's just doing this because it's like I gotta fend for myself. Like I gotta fend for me and the people I love. And you're not one. Yeah. And I yeah, and I think she's also like teacher's pet, like let me, I'm going to play nice so, like, I can get whatever the fuck I want. Like, me and my girlfriend going to be safe, and I'm going to tell you whatever the fuck you want to know. Oh, teacher's pet. <laughs> yeah, yes. I feel like she's so scared of the Asteria that she would never, Ooh. like, go against them, period. Bitch, I feel like I will be scared of the fucking Asteria. Like, bitch, the Asteria literally can fuck me up in a minute. Like, not even a minute. Like, they know everything. Everything. Look how they fucking see Bryce. They literally... He Bradley just literally acted like he was Aiden, Aiden, whatever Aiden. Yeah, we all were and like, he knew all the history. He knew like where to get mad. He knew where to chill. He knew where to lead. Like, yeah, I just there's that just there's a whole other story like Aiden's story, Thea's story, like all of what like, happened. What happened with that? Like Apollyon was there, the Prince of Tales. What What do you mean? Y'all had a whole like war and you were in love over here and you didn't show up and what <laughs> i want to know that that's for sure something that i would be like we need to read this we need a book just dropped that off and then was like okay we're back to ophian <laughs> you're like okay, what <laughs> i'm fucking saying so you think that she you think she's gonna be pissed that once she finds out that celestina gave them up because i don't think she did it i don't think i think she knows she knows what I think that Hypaxia knows that Celestina had to turn them in. So you, what you're saying is... Like, I think they talked about it together. And she was like, I'm going to... I have to. And she was like, I know you do. So and Hypaxia is another little snitch too? I don't think... No, I don't think Hypaxia gave, like, extra information or, um, like, secrets or, like, you know, specifics on what they were doing. But I do think she was like they're working on something and then Celestina was like okay let me just look out for when they're gonna go and then she she caught Hunt came into the barracks in the middle of the night 
loading up on weapons like nobody's gonna notice when obviously they're already if they're watching Bryce they're watching you you just gave them the signal that y'all was on your way so he pretty much did this to himself yeah uh, I mean, there's no way around it. Like, like they were they were getting played from day one. Like, I think even Hunt said that he was like, we were never gonna have like a happy, quiet life. <laughs> they were never gonna leave us alone. Too good to be true. Yeah. Thing. So, what do you think? What do you think about Hypatia? Oh, yeah, honestly, it all makes sense. Like, yes, maybe they were talking about it, and like, so this, you know, was just like, you know what? Like, you pretty much did this shit to yourself. Like, I can literally. Excuse me. There's no way I can defend you. Like everyone's watching you. You literally yeah. call the attention on yourself. So I can't defend you. The second thing is, they were already exactly. They were already watching Bryson Hunt, and she just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna risk anything on my behalf or my partner. So it's either. Do you think there's a chance that Celestina didn't tell Hypaxia that she was gonna do it? Like that she like that Celestina just told on Hunt and Bryce and all of them without yeah. letting Hypaxia know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think Hypaxia knows what's going on. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you think she'll react when she finds out? Because I definitely think that she does not know that Celestina snitched them out. Ooh. Yeah. It's it could go either or maybe they were like yeah. to each other about it and then Celestina was like, you know what, like I tried to look the other way, but literally this just happened, so I can't do anything, you know? Or she just was like, you know what? I, we, we've been on him for a while, and he pretty much did this himself, so I have no other, no other choice but to do my job. And Or maybe that's why Celestina was like, love is a trap, because maybe Hypaxia got mad at her already, and she was like, love is a trap. Like Maybe she was saying that because her Hypaxia is mad at her. Wait. Did that when she said that was that before? No, I think that that was before. He yeah, to go see Emery. I mean, uh, before uh, they went to the Asteri, Yeah. No, no, no. To go see Ember. No. No, I'm talking about no. That happened when they were literally the next morning leaving for the Eternal City. Oh, I thought it happened. Ember when, before that. I thought it happened when he said that. Ember was, happened before the the party where they announced that, like, she was like, Prince uh, Hunt and I will be, that happened before that. Okay, okay, because I was like, I could have sworn, but no, you're right, you're right. Okay, so let's see what happens with that, because I feel like there's no way hypoxia, I, I don't feel like she did it intentionally. I feel like if, if that were the case, she didn't do it intentionally. She didn't do it, like, to you know, try to hurt anyone or anything. Yeah. Do you think um, Hypaxia is going to go flame and shadow? Like, she's going to switch houses? Yes. Just because, like, I feel like even the Underking was like, you know what, we want you here. She pretty much passed a test about the whole word keys. She knows so much, and I feel like she could probably rule House of... Like, you know how there's a Viper Queen, there's the River Queen, whatever. I feel like she could mm -hmm. rule flame and shadow like to be the most powerful thing in flame and shadow because they said her dad was like the most powerful necromancer in flame and shadow and we know her mom was smart enough to get her tutored outside of like but if you, information available now do you think that if her mom did that for hypoxia why not or that we know of why not the hind they're both have the same mom just different dads because they took the hind when she was three and she went to live with her dad. 
Because I'm like, why not her? Like, why didn't they teach her how to do that? Do you think that seeing that the hind knows how to read, like she's no, she can read minds, have Paxton might have that same ability? Or no, it's just the genes have to do I that. don't know. I don't know. Because we don't know. We're, they just said that they mighty gift is rare. And we don't know where it comes from. We don't know if it comes from the father's line or if it comes from the mom's line. So we know that because Rune has it, but Bryce doesn't have it. And the mom, what what is Rune's mom? I feel like Rune's mom was from a Valen and she had shadows and she had like the mind speak is like a, a Valen trait. I feel like obviously it comes from Rune's mom because Bryce and Rune have the same dad and only Rune has that power. So it has to come from his mom. So you think it comes from the women's side? So if it comes from the women's side, then yes, hypaxia would happen. <laughs> that would be so cool to because they have the same mom yeah. yeah that would be so awesome like all this time Hypaxia knew what was going on because she could be in your head the whole time like yeah. nobody, and nobody knew nobody knew yeah I, I definitely do think she would be uh she would transition in flaming shadow but how would she make like an impact? I don't know. Like I feel well, like I think I think they set it up already. I think she's gonna like we know um her mom's coven basically they don't like her, they don't want her to rule. So they're trying to like assassinate her, like they send the demon after her. So what if to like get more power, she has to embrace like both sides. Like you embrace your mom's side, you got that power, you're witch queen. But now you need even more power. So you have to go get the necromancer power from Flame and Shadow. We already know, like, Jessica did it. So, like, here's an example of a witch successfully switching houses and still being powerful for it. So maybe she was, like, foreshadowing what Hypaxia is going to be. Like, just as powerful as Jessica, whatever the hell Jessica is. But like, because then she would be like a powerhouse. She would be like queen of the witches and then queen of what the necromancers. Yeah. And I, I find it so funny that it's this house that it's going to be the book, like the, the, the book is based off House of Fame and Shadow. Yeah. And then she helps get Bryce back in some kind of way. Or she helps, or maybe like she goes and tells, or maybe, okay, sorry, brain. Maybe <laughs> so Tina comes back tells hypaxia what she did hypaxia is like i gotta help and so she she helped free hunt in the first book so maybe she goes to help him and room get out yes. of the fairy's dungeon yeah i do think that she will help and that's why she needs the extra power like that's what she'll transition to this house yeah like because i mean she's like you said she's already passed the test the under king already tested her so she literally just has to accept. She said that House of Flame and Shadow will welcome you. So we just need to do the ceremony and you in. But she'll only do it just to help out her, not because she really wants to, right? But yeah, because she needs the power. She's like, well, shit, I got to help. So I was like, you know, it's like I was going to do this journey anyway, but I was going to take take my sweet ass time. But now I got to like <laughs> do it. I have a reason. Save some lives. Like, yeah, a fucking war is coming. I need my power. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, I'm, I could also just watch too much fantasy TV, but you know. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like, 
that that's what she's gonna do she's gonna end up transitioning to this house and it's ironic because boom we're, we're gonna be reading this the book is based off of this so there's witches there's this and that i feel like we're gonna find out a lot about hypaxia and her journey and also about jessica because she is under this house as well so yeah yeah like, i just don't think yeah. there's any way we would have gone through that whole scene about them trying to like contact connor and the under king showing up and then him like them being specific about the spells that she was doing and her power for it not to go into flame and shadow exactly and also why why introduce um ariadne yeah like, like all these flame and shadow creatures popped up in exactly. the second book and now we're getting flame and shadow exactly. i see what you did sarah it's like you kind of were like, hold up, that's not the way the list was made. Like it's house of. I was like, she pulled the okie doke on us, Uno reverse. <laughs> no, for real. She's like, yeah, fucking not. No, that would be a wild card, actually. No, for real. <laughs> Change the color on us. <laughs> um, what is this question? I think this is question four. Did Cormac really die? I think it's possible. Okay, so yes, I think he's dead, but I think it's possible he's alive. That's my answer. I feel like he's alive. It's just, I feel like he had, he himself was one of the characters that had a lot of answers for a lot of unanswered questions because he knew a lot about the Asteri. He was a rebel himself. Like, he knew, I don't know, I just I feel like, how can you, how can you kill so for me, he was a strong character because he was literally the one that was teaching Bryce and like telling them about Val and like, you know, like there's a reason why your dad wanted us to join forces or whatever, you know? So I feel like there's so much information that he could have given to us. But it's like, oh, it would have been a cute, it's like a cute way like to send him off. Like, oh, he's dying and he's going to be with the love of his life, Sophie. But no, that's what I think because there there's a part where he's um I think when they finally find so Sophie's body and they're on the submarine or whatever and um he's in there talking to her, there's a moment where like basically it sounds like Sarah confirms that him and Sophie were mates. Like something happened. The way he describes it, he's like their bodies melding or some whatever. It was like mate language. So I think that they were mates, which makes that's why I think he's dead, because his mate is dead. So and he doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. Like he taught Bryce, like there's much more to your powers. He introduced a Valen. So like you open the door to all these things that we're going to need in the next book. So now I think you give us more of a reason to go there because you're dead. And so like we're mourning you and we're like, oh my God, Cormac died so that we could blah, 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 blah. And now we're in a Valen. And mm -hmm. it just makes it like that much more sad, you know? Uh, Yeah, I can yeah i don't know i just i feel like there's just more to it like he he could still be alive and like this is or maybe he can help stare and get out of the viper queen i don't know uh, i don't know i mean but part of me thinks that because he has firepower and again we saw eris and basically anybody who has fire it's like they have fire in their blood so if he has a firepower, can an explosion like that really kill him? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he can kill himself. Like, I mean, unless you like that way you had to explain it, how like the the witches, they um they yielded. And they yielded, they exploded themselves. Maybe that's like what he did, but it's like 
I don't know. I feel like he knew how to control his power so well to the point where he's like, I this is gonna be enough to either like hurt the stereo a little bit or like something, but I don't think he killed himself. There's also a part of me that was like, okay, so we found Sophie's body. He has nothing else to live for. Remember he was talking about talking to Rune and everybody was like saying their goodbyes and doing their unfinished business and he's just sitting in a bar because he has nothing. So I'm like he did like that was <laughs> and what does he have to lose yeah like and then that's why i think he sacrificed himself was because the, his whole attitude and like making peace with rune he was like this was literally the last thing i had to do on earth to make peace. like that was his unfinished business before they went into battle and so he made peace with rune he was like we can start over and then he went to go sacrifice himself See, that's the thing. Like, we're about to start having, like, a good bond. And boom, like, you're telling me that's it? He just dies? Yeah, nothing else to live for. Because it wasn't, they were never, ever going to be besties. Uh, uh, no! Ah, no! What the fuck just happened? Oh my god! Oh my god! Is that recording? Oh, you no, can it hear still me? says recording. Mine is still recording. I'm like, you can hear me? <laughs> yeah. You can't see me? I thought I closed it. No, I'm sorry. I, I oh. got scared because um, my I'm so sorry. My thing said it was dying. It's dying. It's at six percent, and I had. <laughs> oh, I got so scared. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Did it stop? Because I heard the thing and I was like, oh, did it stop recording? Like, oh, sorry. Let me go on this because it's closer to the. <laughs> She's there. <laughs> I'll just make sure to edit all of this out. I'm sorry. Oh, it's going to be like this now. Fuck. Okay. There you go. Like, <laughs> um, yeah I'm just, I don't know I don't think he, me personally I don't think he died and I hope he doesn't die that way we can I feel like he'll make a good um he'll make a good like his purpose in the book will be like needed if that makes sense because I feel like he himself has answers yeah it's possible but I think I just convinced myself he's dead so <laughs> final answer no like, it wouldn't hurt if he if he died like obviously like that okay he died like it's not yeah. the book but it, i feel like it would be cool to have him still be alive and be like surprise bitch no if you're gonna bring somebody back bring lahaba back okay how do we spark that flame back to life let me actually talk about lahaba let me ask that question why did the asteri have the sprite yeah the queen of the fire sprites uh as punishment because they joined Hunt in the rebellion with Shahar 200 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the way to crush a rebellion is to take their leader. So he took the leader and he has her captive. And that's how he keeps all the fire sprites in line because they're lowers, you know? No, I do definitely agree with that. But I also feel like there's more meaning to it. Or maybe I'm reaching it. It's like, bitch, it is. No. But okay, I yeah. like, um, she's being used to like a, as a as a way to keep whatever they're afraid of like the hysteria away just the same way that you know 
Maeve used that owl to keep the Vogue or like Erwan and his brothers away because that mm -hmm. was the healers, correct? So I feel like that's the same thing that the Asteria are doing because exactly, yes, they rebelled, whatever, but they're also considered the lowest of the lowest. And why do they, are they still why are they still kept captive? As in like like why not just kill her? Exactly. Okay. And I, feel I mean, like, no, I could see that because they said the astronomer used his rings to light the way into hell when he went. So, and I also feel like they were actually pretty strong. They might be tiny, but they were strong. I mean, they were literally there in the war fighting a side hunt. And we also know that, wait, we also know that the fire sprites. Okay, so fire can kill the people of hell, the Asteria are against hell. So of course they would have a, the fire sprite queen because they fought the princess of hell. So yes, you you could be right. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it, there's there's just I feel like with Sarah, there's just more to it with everything. There's puzzles like, on top of puzzles on top yeah, of puzzles. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, there's no way that this just means this. Like yeah, so that that could be a weapon that they use against the princes of hell should they come back. So when Adis comes back with his army. Like he, they have an imprisoned fire sprite queen that they have like at the ready. Yeah, and like I can see that happening. Yeah, and then yeah, I feel like or, or and that's what, and maybe Bryce meets um meets with her, and like I don't know, maybe they join forces and they're like, you know, we can't like once she's free. Well, how do we get? So does she? Maybe she gets broken out the same time that Hunt and Rune get broken out. Then they also get like the they queen find out. her. I feel like Hunt and Rune are gonna go through like the like they're running out and they're like which yeah, way which come way across, they come across and they're like and she's like please like help me or whatever <laughs> and and Rune I mean and Rune and Hunt's gonna be like I fought with you like of course like you know um Lahaba sacrificed her life for uh, my mate I'm like I'm willing to help you and then boom bitch mm -hmm. Like back to back we're getting this person and this person and it's like you come to the war you come to the war. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I feel like that's what's gonna happen. My theory, that's all I gotta study. I know, I feel like we're putting all this shit in the book and ain't I, I wish we were keeping track. I'm mean, I think I'll go back and write down like how many things we actually write about and how many we weren't. Or who <laughs> fucking cares? The fun is like speculating. Oh, imagine like that's what happens. Like we're like, maybe this might be in there. And it's like, girl, that was never like going to it be. was never a thing. It was never a thing. Stop trying to make oh, bitch happen. God. <laughs> um, I think we have like three more questions to go. Um hold this. Okay. Will the Sterry come back to Prithian and the war take place there? I think yes and no. I think something's going to happen where they open up all the portals across all worlds and it's just going to be one big massive fight. Like, I think the same thing that happened in the the first war with Gavin and um, Elena when the gates and the rifts were just open for like a thousand years because Erewhon and then won. I think that same thing is going to happen again. But we're going to actually be there for it and everybody's going to fight. It's like on, um, he, did you watch Twilight? Of like course. The, the end of everything and whatnot. How like, mm -hmm. there was a moment where one of the brothers is like, I actually feel like that's where she got her thought. Like the three brothers and um, 
the vampire one of them was had gold hair white complexion whatever that's the point there's a moment <laughs> where one of the brothers is like finally and like the, the wolves come and they break him. yeah so i feel like that's what's good like that's a that's like something that's gonna happen in this book like i feel like that was the bone carver though he was like finally yeah remember no. before the cauldron is coming down at him and he looks at favor and smiles and it's like bye bitch <laughs> i mean yes Yes, but I feel like I thought you meant like that was a bone carver as in like damn homeboy was that evil that he was like it's about time I die. Or well either way he was he was ready to go, basically. Yeah. The, the vibe of I'm ready to go finally. He was but like that's, Yeah. That's how I picture this war scene, like everyone just going ham in like how in Twilight and like also like in Marvel, how like everyone's fighting and like like um what is dr strange where he opens like one yeah point, boom one goes in and out the other like that's literally how i picture everything going down i just feel like i see like yours is like them going in and out popping in and out mine is just like you look right and there's like a portal on this side and there's people running this way and then you're in the middle and then you look left and there's like another portal here and you can see a war and a world going on over here and there's people just like running through like just fighting <laughs> like you know the one scene where I actually got goosebumps was Narnia. Did you ever watch Narnia? Where mm -hmm. they um, the Ice Queen and then they're like about to go and it's like slow motion and, and it's, yeah, that's where I literally got goosebumps. Goosebumps. These so, fight scenes are gonna be the best on TV, like the best. <laughs> I know they're gonna be good because I watch shows now, like fantasy shows, and I feel like they steal from her books, like the ideas. Like I told you, there's one show I feel like they stole um, Farrah's Winnow Strike, like when she goes in the cave and she gets Reese back after he gets shot out of the sky and she's like, I was pissed and it was like, Winnow Strike, Winnow Strike, Winnow Strike. Yeah. Warrior Nun, season two, I think it's like episode one, there's a girl and she literally does that. I'm like, this is fucking Avatar, that's fucking Farrah. And I will post it online, but it's so violent and she's like chopping people up that I think it would get censored, so... Uh, I don't know. I feel like the one of my favorite parts was when she's fighting um Ianti. We're not fighting, but like she fucking uh. When she fucks up her hand, and like she's like fighting the twins and whatnot. I feel like that was a good scene. You know, we should do an episode of top like fight scenes because yeah. I was thinking about that the other day when Aelin and um Ansel on Kingdom of Ash, where they just. Everybody's looking, they're like, where's Aelin? Where's Aelin? And her and Ansel are like going up the tower like themselves and just like killing their way up the the siege tower. And then Finn receives her. He's like, oh, there's Aelin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really good episode because it's like, I it's crazy because these are just parts where you can like literally picture how it goes down. Yeah. So I feel like, um, wait you say we think maybe they might come to Prithian and just fight that like the whole everything's going to be going down just in Prithian yeah I no not no everywhere I think it's everywhere I don't think just Prithian I think everywhere okay I just feel like well I feel I feel like it might just go down all in Prithian like everyone come to Prithian and that's like where it's going down that's that's me yeah uh-huh um next question so you know how they um it was said that in this book or in that guitar book we're gonna find out what happens after what what kind of consequence Feyre has to deal with because Nessa saved her from dying from giving birth to Nyx 
what do you think might that consequence be like do they take your powers or what do you think um i think maybe they they have to maybe there's a new power that we don't know about like maybe she put consequence but it's like some kind of link between her and nicks or between her nesta and nicks or i don't know maybe we figure out because we don't know what nesta's power is now that she's giving it back to the cauldron so maybe that's the consequence like you don't have the power you took anymore you know what i'm thinking right now i i I'm thinking, what if the consequence is Farrah dies when Nick dies when Nessa dies? Like, it's a link. I mean, it could be. I hope not, but it could be. Because I'm like, if they were all, like, this, they all went through this, not the same thing, but, like, it'll happen, like, a line, like, Nessa said Farrah, Farrah gives life to Nick's. I feel like that's what bounds them. Like, well, Nessa basically said both of them, because remember, Nick's was born, and Moore was holding him, and he was like, premature so when nesta gave it back the cauldron reached over to him so technically he's made two so it's like same thing kind of like kale with irene i feel like that's mm -hmm. kind of the same dilemma with them too uh, i don't know if she would do that two times in a row because basically she just did that with her and reese in the pregnancy was yeah. that oh if she dies then we die like type thing so i don't i don't know that she would i hope she wouldn't do that again yeah i, I think it's gonna be maybe something to do with magic and maybe Nyx comes out a little more like wielding his magic and being like a bad kid with like his magic maybe that's a consequence I feel I think my my answer was the first one that like they're all combined and like if this person dies this person dies whatever or that favorite's powers got kind of like the same thing with Aelin or Anesta their powers just got toned down just a little like they're not as they don't hold as much as they did before yeah yeah, that's possible. I think that's all the questions we can answer well, for you now. Oh, sorry. I, I had a couple questions. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mine was Ethan. What do you think is going to happen with Ethan in Crescent City 3? And um, at, he just found his, the, the mystic girl. Well, I like what you had said about him being able to he I feel like he's gonna be the one obviously the rule that have his own um pack. I was gonna say group, his own pack. He's gonna be the new um no, that's gonna be the girl from the mystics. So I'm gonna say he's gonna be the new what Danica was, but no, it's gonna be the girl because she is her family. So it will be it will make sense for it to land with her, right? I know they said the the power picks at random. Basically it's like the high lord power. And I also and like Ethan had the sword, so I feel like it's gonna be Ethan. But do you think he'd be like, here, this is this belongs to you, and she takes it? Not the way he was playing, not the way he broke that coffee table. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just like I I don't know if it's gonna be. And then I don't know if she's gonna want it because she's been a mystic her whole life, so maybe she's like, I don't want to come from like not even like realizing I have a body to like leading these people like. Yeah. I think I could be your mate and I can help you, but I don't know if she'll have the capacity to be in that. I think she's there to take Sabine out and give Ethan the end to be to take over Sabine's spot and then take over after the prime. What is gonna happen with Sabine? Is Hope we're gonna get killed? I think we think gonna get stepped Sabine's out. gonna get killed. Yeah. I think Sabine's gonna I think she's gonna get killed. Cause if you gotta what's your karma for how you treated Bryce? Like we get it, your daughter died, but yeah, that's bad karma, but What's your karma for how you treated Bryce? Well, she could. And for just being an all around, just 
B-I-T-C-H. And then the other thing I want to know is Murdoch, like, it, are you good or are you evil? Because remember, we still don't know who knocked him out in the last scene in that room. Yeah. I think homeboy is fucking evil as fuck. No. You think he's got his own side deal with the Asteri and but how does he not know about the hind? So why not turn the hind in? Is she just uh, that good that her own second? Like, come on, I don't think so. I like think he has, has to know. You're a bloodhound and you're her second in command. But for him to do all those evil things, or do you think his excuse was she did the same thing? Or do you think their excuse was we had no other choice? Yeah. Like we had to play this role like to a T. I want to know his history with um Sabine. Like exactly, how did, how did that happen? Okay, what do you uh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I wonder about too. 